Well, you saw the title of the episode. You knew you would get rickrolled. But I bet you didn't think you'd get rickrolled in the first few seconds. What do we call that in baseball, Frank? Well, it's kind of the opposite of a walk-off uh, walk off home run. It's a walk-on home run. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. You walk onto the field and you just crank one out of the park. I think that's what we did. That's a great... We clearly haven't played much baseball. No, we no. haven't. No. <laughs> well, I'm really excited about this episode. And uh, disclaimer... I always say I'm really excited about the episode. Well, you're an excitable person. I am. So that's uh... And before we go on, uh, apologies to, to Ian McGlynn, our, our friend who uh, made our excellent theme music. Don't you worry, and you'll, you'll be getting lots of uh, airtime in the future. Yeah, uh, but I think, honestly, that once you've been Rickrolled, I think you've made it to the big time. Yeah. So maybe he should be thanking us. Yeah. Ian, welcome to the big time. Yeah. Now, we essentially rickrolled ourselves, so did we just make ourselves, put ourselves into the big time here, or what? Frank, welcome to the big time. <laughs> Bill, enjoy your time in the big time. Thank you. Well, this album that we're talking about today means a lot to me. Now, we're we're going to talk about, of course, the song, but the album itself was a big deal to me. This is the first album I ever purchased. I purchased this in grade five, and this was just after I started watching music videos. Uh, basically, my entry into adolescence. Yeah. So this is um, this is Rick Astley is your Corey Hart. Yes. And that's a throwback to a previous episode. So if you have if you don't get that reference, you need to listen to all of our episodes now and uh, understand where this is coming from. I'm sure our listeners appreciate the hyperlink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, also, I got a, um, I got a comment earlier today from our friend Mike Spectaculish. That is a, uh, is, this, is that a pseudonym? That's a pseudonym. Okay. He mentioned that our music sensibilities never really moved past fourth grade. I think that's fairly accurate. Yes. Yeah. Pretty close, Mike Spectaculish. But I'd say around grade five might be where I peaked in my music sensibilities. Well, that's that's when you would have bought this tape, right? That's correct. So I remember buying this and I would read over the lyrics and I would try to get to know even the deeper tracks on the tape. Well, the, the, the album has it's a 10 song album, but there were five big singles off the album. Yes. It's batting 500 if I can go back to a baseball reference here. We we talk a lot about baseball without understanding it. Yeah. So um, I think that's that's sort of a, a metaphor for guilt-free pleasures. Also, we talk about metaphors without understanding how metaphors work. Yeah. <laughs> I should know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So should we start with a little history of our friend Rick? Yeah. 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 Let's 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 jump into Rick's life. Born, uh, all right, I really should have looked closer. Born at some point in the 60s. 66. So, okay, born in 1966. I have his Wikipedia page open here. Oh, so. perfect. He started out in church choir, is that right, Frank? Yeah, yeah, he started off in the church choir, and that, that's kind of where he developed his uh, his voice and his sound, I would say. And then he had a band when he was in high school called FBI. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he didn't start off as the lead singer. He started uh, back on the kit. He was a, He was a drummer to start off. And this makes perfect sense because as I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but my favorite singer is Phil Collins. Yes. So this makes sense that Rick Astley really was like, he's the first, my first entry point into the world of pop music on my own. But Phil Collins was waiting. And so this is sort of like he has his own Phil Collins moves. So it just makes sense that I would be interested in a person who was a drummer then singer. Yes. Yeah. Much like what, well, exactly what Phil did with uh, with Genesis there. Yeah. Okay. So um, Waterman from Stock Aiken Waterman discovers him when mm -hmm. he's in FBI. Yes. And then signs him to a contract. Sorry, members of FBI, you did not get signed. And then, well, the group was kind of uh, falling apart at that point, weren't they? I, I think, think so. Yeah, uh, they. He was a shy young man, so they had him work the tapes and make sandwiches for people. Yeah, he was kind of the uh, 
kind of the intern at uh, at the at the studio, right? Uh, just sort of learning the uh, learning the biz a bit. Not really impressed with uh, Waterman for doing that, or Stock, or Aiken, yeah, or Saw, as they like to be known as. Because if I've had a young talent who needed to grow, I don't think I'd get them to make sandwiches. I don't think that helps the voice. No, you would think that it would actually have the opposite effect. You eat the sandwich and, you know, those little pieces of bread are stuck in your throat and you get some weird tones and and uh, vocal intonations or, or whatever. Is that is, is that the direction you were going with that comment? Not, not at all. I just, okay. thought, I just <laughs> thought maybe fetching tea, being a tea fetcher boy, wasn't quite what Rick Astley was meant for. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously he wasn't. I mean, or else he probably be a professional tea fetcher right now yeah (laughs) so they uh well that brings us to the big single never going to give you up yeah so he uh he recorded the album uh whenever you need somebody and uh first uh first single first track never gonna give you up bit of a walk-on home run another walk-on home run we're uh we're we're batting a thousand for walk-on home runs here i think huge hit if uh, one of our listeners can explain baseball to us that would be really helpful i think this was the number one selling single in the uk that year yeah in 1987 Mm -hmm. yeah it crossed over here became it was number one in the u.s not in canada surprisingly but number one in the u.s as well yes yeah yeah and this uh this sort of launched rick astley onto the scene Mm -hmm. and uh this was this was Again, we're talking 87, so it was pre, pre-internet, pre so you couldn't just sort of search out who Rick Astley was. And from what I understand, a lot of people were shocked when they finally saw what Rick Astley looked like. His, his, his appearance didn't reconcile with his voice. There was a concern of that it could have been a Milli Vanilli thing. Yeah. Now, of course, this is before Milli Vanilli, from my own recollection. Yeah. But there, were, there was some talk that they thought someone else was singing. Yeah. Yeah, you, you look at Rick Astley and you think... Man doesn't have that kind of a voice, but man, does he have a voice. He does. Um, blue-eyed soul. That's right. I, I think that's that's the best way to describe Rick Astley and his voice. Is he the greatest redhead singer? Oh, another redhead singer. I can't think of one right off the top of my head. Uh, except when you do karaoke. Well, yeah. Uh, when I used to do karaoke, it's uh, I'm a little... Little gray now, folks. Uh, not not rocking the red locks anymore. No. So uh, this song is the production of the song is pretty interesting. So I learned something uh, this week that I did not know. What's that? I listened to an interview with Mike Stock on a podcast, mm-hmm. and he explained that when they wrote it, he said it's a tricky line to sing, where he says, "Never gonna give you up." I'll play it right now. Now, what you're going to notice there is that he goes through that pretty quickly. I'm never going to give you up. And it's if you try singing it, it's difficult. And the reason it's difficult is that it's impossible. What they did is they had him go into the studio and he just sang, never gonna, never gonna, never gonna. And then he sang, give you up. And they spliced it together. Oh, really? Yeah, so huh. that's why it can go so quickly. But it doesn't seem like it to the ear. It's like, oh, he's just singing it quickly. Yeah. But if you think about how low he's going and then jumping up, yeah. they've actually spliced it together so it would work. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Now, um, I've watched a couple of live performances of, of his. Uh, he pulls it off in live, though, doesn't well, he? Well, this is what I'm wondering about. So some of the performances are definitely lip sync. They're not many. Mm-hmm. But then there was a live one I watched where it sounded like he was actually singing it. Yeah. But by the end of the vocal, like it should be the end, and he's got the microphone away from him, and the, they're kind of like, it's kind of ending, people are clapping. Then he grabs the mic and puts it back to his mouth to sing this final moment. And so someone on YouTube said he's lip syncing because he's trying to hide the fact that he's it's actually a track over top of it or something. Oh, okay. So, but when you see him live now, when yeah. he's singing in concert with the various people, he does it. Yeah. He, he's definitely not. But those early ones, yeah. there was um, 
there was more lip syncing, but he still could, he still had that voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you think that? Uh, I mean, obviously, a more mature and seasoned Rick Astley is pulling uh, pulling that off right now. But uh, maybe it was a a case that the producers didn't have enough uh, confidence or faith in him that he could do that. I agree. That definitely must be the case because he did leave them after two albums. Yes, yeah, and named that album that he was done with them. He called it free. Yeah. So we know, and he said he didn't want to be a puppet anymore. Yeah. Which is a little bit ironic, and again, we use terms that we don't know how they work here, considering he looked a lot like Howdy Doody. <laughs> That's true. He did. He's so clean cut. Oh, I know, right? It's such perfect music for a grade five student. To yeah. Me. And yeah, yeah. This is, there's a, and Mike Stock was saying this in the podcast as well, he was... He was kind of lamenting the fact that the music that's out today isn't as accessible to kids. He said all the stuff they pretty much put out under the stock Aiken Waterman was something kids could listen to. Yeah. And so now you have music. He said he said around in the 90s, the music changed. And yeah. so it was no longer accessible to kids like it used to be. Yeah. And so Rick Astley was totally something parents would be like oh this is safe yeah it's, it's totally safe yeah it's it's pretty uh i don't want to say it's vanilla but it, it, it's something that's very um yeah it's completely safe that everyone can enjoy yeah so it's a bit like a family movie night this yeah. is family music night yeah this is rick astley is a hallmark movie there we, well there's our category yeah <laughs> you come back to this song we both love this song but what makes you come back to this it's funny too because i i liked rick astley a lot uh growing up as well actually i'm i think i'm the only person that i know that owned his third album free yes and i listened to rick astley a lot like kind of growing up and then you know when i became a a a sullen teenager and, and moody and all that sort of stuff i i stopped listening to a lot of pop music so i stopped listening to to Rick Astley, and then the explosion, the whole Rick Roll uh, phenomenon, in uh, uh, when it came on in like 2008 or whatever, sort of reintroduced me to the song and and my love for for Rick Astley and, and his music. Uh, favorite part of the song, like it, it kind of sort of rejogged my memory about how amazing he is and how amazing this song is. It, it's tough to say the the song is essentially it's just on repeat, right? Yeah. But it just just the way that the song um, the song works, I think it's probably towards the end. There's a bit of a bridge when he just goes into never gonna give, never gonna give, give you up, never gonna give, never gonna give, give you up. I that I think that's that's my my sort of like that just makes me smile every single time I I hear it. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that too. And I want to point out to uh, the members at Stock Aikens Waterman that I just sang that. And I'm not even Rick Astley. So you guys should have had more faith in the man. Are you ready to make some tea and biscuits for them? Yes. My favorite part is when it seems to go to like a quasi drums only. Um, What's the line here? We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. I think they go back to that, but it's just with the drums. Yeah. So it means that even more. And then they go back to that chorus. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. Inside, we both know what's been going on. We know the game and we're because of when it came out, the music video is directly linked to your... When you hear it, you see the music video. I love that music video. Well, it has the uh, has the guy running up the wall and doing the backflip, right? Yeah. Like, that's that was groundbreaking. That's parkour, like, 20 years before parkour was a thing. And he turns to the camera and then leans his head to the side. Like, there's this move he does. I've yes. watched it so many times. Yeah. And there's the Rick Astley dance, yes, which is yeah. just great. And I was remembering that when I was a kid, I tried to imitate that dance. Yeah. 
And I'd like to think I've kind of pulled it off or have I've, pulled it off. I've, I've, I've seen you dance at weddings before. It's, I, I think you've done it. You do a pretty good uh, rendition of it. Yeah. So it's so, hands side to side, move, move and shake the legs a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. And it. he's wearing he's wearing like a duster in the uh, in the video, right? Like it's uh, the the three quarter length jacket. Yeah, or yeah. or even I would say even longer than that, maybe seven eighths. So the way they made the music video is because it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. He just brought a bag of his own clothes. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So none of those clothes that he had on yeah. were were things that they that someone sponsored yeah they were yeah. his clothes it's, it's just his uh he's just rocking his own war- wardrobe there yeah and that trench coat ended up flying away that year while he was in ireland oh really performing some oh. kids grabbed his jacket or something instead it just flew into the air and just it literally just flew off into the uh distance yeah <laughs> so um so that was uh that's the story there i learned this all on uh pop-up video i think oh okay also the guy who ran up the wall he was uh so hung over from partying the night before that he just lay down and slept on a billiard table for most of the day yeah i I think i remember reading that on pop-up video as well (laughs) so that i feel that's my well it's not my favorite rick astley video but that was of from that album from that album yeah yeah and the album had uh well, like we said, we there was there's five big singles from the album, yeah, which all uh, performed really well. But obviously, uh, most people know uh, "Never Gonna Give You Up" because of the whole Rick Roll uh, phenomenon. Right. Uh, I would say that the next single, mm-hmm. I like the song better personally. Right. So now in the UK, the next single was I think uh, "Whenever You Need Somebody," but we're gonna t- we're gonna focus on the. Uh, the U.S. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go to that because I'm with you on this. Yeah. So, so the next, uh, the next single was uh, "Together Forever." Yeah. This song was uh, was kind of my introduction to Rick Astley because the first time I I, re- I can really remember hearing it, I was at a family wedding, and the song came on, and I remember like my aunts going crazy about it on the dance floor, and. I remember listening to this song and I say like, you know what? This kid's got chops. I think this kid's going to make it. Um, I think there's something funny about an 11-year-old saying that. Yeah. A <laughs> 20-year-old is like calling him kid, right? So, no, I, that, but that was, that was my, first, uh, my first introduction into, into Rick Astley. And, and um, I heard the song and just like, this is fantastic. I need to hear more from this guy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the video was uh, very bright for yes. this one too. I remember lots of the colors kept changing in it, mm-hmm. and he was talking to some girl on the phone the whole time, a woman on the phone the whole time. Yeah, but it, it's it's kind of it's kind of like a standard eighties eighties uh, video, right? Yeah, like uh, there's a like him talking on the phone while singing on the phone, but then there's also shots of like him and background dancers slash singers like singing in a line and yeah uh, kind of kind of uh kind of that that standard uh 80s video it is really similar to never gonna give you up yes. in terms of lyrical content but there is a little difference never gonna give you up could be sung a little bit differently mm-hmm. and it would sound like a creepy song <laughs> so if you think just going back, so I'm going to jump between them, but yeah. never going to give you up. So I'm going to read it differently. Let, let's say it was a spoken word song instead of a a song. Let's say it was a spoken word poem instead of a song. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules. So do I. Full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. It, I, I read something that uh, that uh, you wouldn't get this from any, any other guy. Sounds like something a uh, a used car salesman would say. Yes. gonna give you up never gonna let you down never gonna run around and desert you never gonna make you cry never going to say goodbye so i almost feel like it could be one of those things where it's uh the creepy guy next door now together forever though is much brighter song yes yeah and this one if there's anything you need all you have to do is say you know you satisfy everything in me we shouldn't waste a single day i think this is a 
perfect wedding song. These are vows. Yeah, exactly. And the current thing to do is for people to use Never Gonna Give You Up as their vows. Mm -hmm. But this is the one to use as your vows. Yeah. And it, it has this sort of like together. It's never going to give you up together forever. So same yeah. same idea. But yeah. this one at least feels a little more like the two of them are on the same page. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You stopped right before probably my, my favorite part of the song, which again, it's a, uh, it's a walk on home run. Uh, but the, the next, uh, next sort of stanza in the song, in the song is, uh, so don't stop me falling. It's destiny calling uh, a power. I just can't deny it's never changing. Can't you hear me? I'm saying I want you for the rest of my life. So don't stop me falling. It's destiny. Well, there you go. This is the song for um, a, wed a wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, that's where I heard it. Perfect and setting. This is also my misheard lyrics. I thought it was so don't stop before then. It's destiny calling. But it makes a lot more sense. And it rhymes. Don't stop me falling. Yeah. It's destiny calling. He's falling in love. Though. Yeah. And they don't want to waste any time. They want to get married. Yep. Forever. Be together forever. Together forever. Together Okay, yeah. I, the, the, the tough thing with this song is there's not, I don't know a lot to say about it. It's so bright. It's so fun to listen to. And it just kind of repeats itself. It's, yeah. It's it's kind of a typical stock Aiken Waterman thing. Yeah, it was, it was very, uh, they had a, a definite sort of uh, process when it came to putting together pop songs. Yeah, and some go better than others. There's yeah. some that sound, ex like, so on this album, you can hear the sort of opening drum drum fill or drum loop or whatever they use that they've yeah. used on a lot of their songs mm -hmm. but these two in particular never going to give you up together forever just have a punch to them yeah 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 they uh they they came out swinging with these singles that's for sure <laughs> and hit those home runs and hit those home runs and so yeah i i don't like I wish I could give this more airtime but i really just let i can't say it no, that, it's, it's it's just such a likable song yeah all right. Well, let's move on to number well, let, three. Let, before we jump into the yeah. uh, into the 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 third sort of really big single from the album, we should probably also uh, let the listeners know of, of what the other other two singles were right. on, on this album. And there was actually a little bit of a controversy or, or competition going around uh, the one because he did a cover of um, Nat Cole's "When I Fall in Love." Mm -hmm. And when they released it, there's a big uh, Christmas, uh, like Christmas single competition in the UK. Yeah, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when I fall in love, it was, um, yeah, it was on the, yeah, Christmas, uh, UK Christmas number one. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was battling against uh, the Pet Shop Boys, always on my mind. And Pet Shop Boys were on EMI, who h held the rights to the original Nat Cole song, uh, When I Fall in Love. So in a strategic move, EMI re-released the Nat Cole version of When I Fall in Love. Wow. And then, uh, so to take votes away from uh, Rick Astley. So the Pet Shop Boys won the UK Christmas Singles Contest that year. And uh, some might call it dirty pool. Some might call it, uh, you know, just a, a tactical move by EMI. But uh, uh, personally... I think Rick Astley was hosed. Now, if you were to compare those two, what do you prefer? Always on my mind by Pet Shop Boys or When I Fall in Love by Rick Astley? I think I would I would also choose Always on My Mind. I really like their cover. Yeah, yeah. But 
I, I think Rick Astley had so much momentum at the time because yeah. of this uh, this huge album. Yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen like a a, a proper head to head between these songs without that uh, little uh, um, little maneuver by EMI there, just to, just to see who would have uh, who would have won. I, I think that the momentum of this album would have pushed uh, uh, Rick Astley over the top, though. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough like when you watch a pro wrestling match where the one person needs to use a steel chair or a foreign object to win yeah. when we really just wanted to see the test of strength. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to, when I fall in love, I felt like of all the songs on that album, mm-hmm. that one kind of, kind of gave us a, a real window into his voice. Yes. In terms of it's not, I think I should ask Ashley, it might be overdone, but I felt like it was a little more, uh, like he he didn't go over the top in his singing, but he, no. you just get a sense of how strong his vocals were. Yeah, and I thought it was a pretty nice cover. They didn't overdo it. They yeah, kept it simple. No. I, I I thought it was a, I thought it was a really well done uh, cover. Yeah, and pr- quite a pretty video with the snow falling. Yeah, and all whatever else I remember from it. When I fall in love, it will be forever. Or I'll never fall in love. Yeah, so there was Together Forever, Never Gonna Give You Up, uh, When I Fall in Love, and then Whenever You Need Somebody. Right. That which, was that was another uh, another single off off the album, which which did uh, which did fairly well. Yeah. Uh, for itself, but then I'm gonna say the uh, the hidden gem on the album or the hidden gem of the uh, singles that were released, it would take a strong, strong man, which not necessarily my favorite song on the album, but I think it's an often overlooked uh, song. Uh, I I think an uh, overlooked single. I I think it it should have done better than it did. It's it's a great little song. Reached number ten on the Billboard, which I mm-hmm. forget about. That it did it, it did that well. Yeah, because it just kind of disappeared off the yeah. radio. We yeah, don't... it was number one in Canada. Oh right, I remember that video too. He's he's uh, singing, looking wistfully at the girl he's with. I can't yeah. tell in the video if they're having troubles like they are in the song. <laughs> they're like, all right, did, is he upset? Or yeah, they seem all right. Yeah, she but, likes to dance. Yeah, you know, with other guys, I guess, kind of. I don't think she was. Was she? In the video, I, I can't know. remember off the top of my head. But Rick Asley likes it. He has his little dance. Oh yeah, yeah. He he keeps dancing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just want to say something here that uh, Canadians like Rick Astley. They do. Yeah, he's done quite well here. Yeah. And this one, he goes. Uh, he kind of he goes for it with his voice, kind of. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll kind of give that that opening. My heart starts breaking. Yes. And yeah. he goes just a little. He he just brings that sort of i don't want to say phlegmy but guttural what does that sound my heart starts breaking no that's not how it goes the kermit voice <laughs> that's not i'll let rick i'll let rick sing it here yeah 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 i keep thinking maybe tomorrow i'm gonna let you know in some ways i feel like if we could get a version of it, I think it, I think there needs to be a version of the song where he can really let loose on the vocal. Mm-hmm. I feel they really were holding him back, even though there's he go he goes for it. Yeah, but there's something lacking in it. But I, I think so, in within that song is an even better song waiting to come out. Yeah, yeah. Thematically, I was just thinking this when I was driving over because I listened to all the songs while I was on my way over to the Winchester. Mm-hmm. Never gonna give you up. Well, title says it all. Yeah. No, I'm never going to give you up. I'm never going to let you down. You know, this is what he's promising. Next one, together forever. I'm going to be with you forever yeah. and ever and ever depart. And then strong, strong man is I can't let you go. It yeah. would take a really strong man to let you go. But boy, I, I should let you go, but I'll never let you go. Yeah. Like, oh, Rick, see, this is the flip side. You yeah. promised to stay. Now you, 
I don't know if it's buyer's remorse, but before it's like, wow, you're so powerful. You'll never leave her. And I'm like, oh, you're so weak. You'll yeah. never leave her. <laughs> it's, it, they're, all, they're all the same story in the, in the Astley verse. The, yes, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. We, we got, uh, we, we've been chided uh, previously for not exploring the, the Lionel verse. Um, so I, I think we, whenever, whenever there's a, a universe of songs out there, I think we need to uh, talk a little bit more about them as opposed to just let it slide That's, by. Yeah. So, the, so within the Astley verse, these are the big three. Yeah. And I think future singles kind of lead to this. At least "Cry for Help," I think, could kind of come yes. into "Strong Strong Man." Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that's the uh, logical kind of follow up to this, even though it's a uh, uh, there's an album in between the two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, "Cry for Help," and that was a. Uh, I mean, we we can talk about that album or that song at, at a later date. Yeah. But that was. I uh, think that's our part two. Yeah. That just to to so people who don't know about the the song or the album the album is free and that was a uh, his sort of coming out as as a mature artist grew his hair long looked like me when i was in high school it was uh yeah it, it, but it was like a more more mature rick astley less pop a little more little more soul a little more ac yeah and I, we i i guess listeners don't know because this of course is a podcast and our cover is just a pink uh covered yeah. <laughs> with a blue tape but frank and rick astley of course are are nearly identical yeah we're i i would say that we're uh spiritual twins yeah he's your spirit animal uh well no that's carly ray jepson right but uh he would be my my celebrity doppelganger i guess yeah yeah uh at times i, I think we we looked very similar yeah and, uh, uh if anyone goes to the 1996 uh yearbook from niagara district and sees my graduation picture and then looks at rick astley circa 1994 you'll uh you'll see some definite similarities yeah yeah what's your what's your favorite part about the song it would take a strong strong man I, well my favorite part is i think it's the instrumental part with the guitar and it's i don't know if it's like flamenco-ish yeah but there's a point where there's, there's like a guitar solo in it yeah. and it's it's really nice mm-hmm and so, and then it leads back into the chorus. Yeah. When he says, I think about leaving, I think about losing. So that's my favorite part. And I feel like that's where it's like, I'm hooked. It's got the heartstrings. Yeah, I think uh, lyrically, my, my favorite part, it just, it it's the lead into the chorus. It's like, my heart starts aching, my hands start shaking, and you know, you know, you know. And when you say it three times, it it has a certain gravity to it. There's another song that has, you know, you know, you know, you know a lot. Maybe he's calling out Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. Oh, maybe. I just thought of that. Yeah, good, good, good connection. Yeah, yeah. Did Bill Withers... And Rick Astley collaborate. The Astley Witherverse yeah. collides, <laughs> creates a new uh, galaxy. I would, I would pay money to produce an album of duets between Rick Astley and Bill Withers. Good. Feel like the Natalie Cole album. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. We should we talk about Rick Rolling? Yeah, like I mean, we, we kind of glossed over it, but yeah. it was such a huge cultural phenomenon, right? So it starts around 2007. It yeah. start, comes comes out of 4chan, which oh, I always okay. thought was just a dangerous... Like, I don't want to be on 4chan. I just assume it's just dangerous things that go on in there. Yeah. Can yeah. you access that from your regular internet browser? I don't know. I think you need to be on the dark web or yeah. something, right? So the, it came out of like a joke about duck rolling where they put a picture of a duck in, but then someone decided to have links that went to rick astley the, yeah but to this song yeah and then from there it kind of just blew up into the culture and yeah. by 2008 was peak rick rolling yes yeah it still happens now a bit but i played this song for my class today while they're working mm-hmm. and no one kind of snickered or anything or talked about rick rolling there was one kid who was singing along, but because they all had masks on, I couldn't figure out who. So I did the walk around the class. Yeah. And I, he or she never revealed herself. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, the phenomenon was so big that in 2008, 
Rick Astley was nominated for the Best Act Ever Award at the MTV Europe Music Awards, and he won. Yeah, that's right. So millions of people voted for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I think there's a stat that said like 18 million people were Rickrolled in 2008 in the U.S. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rick Astley himself was Rickrolled. Oh, that's so meta. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, people know what a Rickroll is because you Rickrolled at the beginning of yeah. this. But the whole idea is that if you get a link and you click on it, and then I, when I got Rickrolled, mm-hmm. I was worried they were like stealing my information. But then I realized it was just someone messing with me. Yeah. But you have to shut your whole computer down because you're stuck. Like I, I couldn't get out of it. Oh, really? Yeah. It was okay. one of those things. Every time I clicked on it, it kept saying, no, keep listening. <laughs> but our joke we we've made before about this is I got so angry that 15 minutes later after listening to the song I closed my computer yeah. <laughs> because the idea of being rickrolled I don't it's not a bad thing it's a great no, no. thing because yeah, the exactly. song is awesome yeah What is your favorite Rickroll moment? Do you, if you do, oh. can you think of so? This is so long ago that it is. I can't remember when. I, like, there's a couple that I I tried to follow them. None of them were too. I saw one where a kid got really angry on YouTube, and mm-hmm. it was pretty good. But there was when the Padres played the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. The uh, Padres on their stadium. They put out Sweet Caroline with the Red Sox fans love. And so yeah. people were kind of seeing it this sort of olive branch and they were singing along with it. Yeah. And then they threw in Never Gonna Give You Up midway through at the <laughs> point when it should have been when everyone's ready well, to yeah, sing yeah. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Probably that then, point. Yeah. Right? yeah. As soon as they're, everyone's ready and they're like ready to sing the chorus, it's yeah. Never Gonna Give You Up comes on. And yeah, so it was fantastic. It was like, oh, my absolute though favorite Rickroll yeah. is. Melania Trump's speech at the Republican National Convention, okay. where whoever wrote her speech ended up inadvertently quoting Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> Which is fantastic, because yeah. she probably wouldn't have picked up on the reference at all. Not at all. So here, I'll play it for you right now. Yeah. If you want someone to fight for you and your country, I can assure you, he's the guy. He will never, ever give up. Never gonna give up. He will never, ever let you down. Never gonna let you down. So who knew that Trumps were big uh, Rick Astley fans? Yeah. I wonder if Rick Astley is a big Trump fan. Uh, they can't. Well, uh, no, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, okay, good. So we got that. That was what I wanted <laughs> to make sure I got to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, before we get to categories, there's more to say, isn't there? Well, you have a, you have, um, I'm going to say almost a personal connection to Rick Astley. Yes. What my mother-in-law yeah. said he was, uh, she did not give a favorable review about him as a person. Yeah. Because uh, she came from the same town as him, right? Yeah. So he's uh, Lancashire. Yes. But she's Warrington. Oh, okay. But I think they're close. Well, I would, okay, I would think I, so. Yeah. I'd, we better double check that because we have UK people listening. Yeah. As bad as we are at baseball, we're even worse at geography, so. All right, I'm going to go and put Warrington and Lancashire. Let's try spelling this. Let's, Let's Google see. Maps that, see what, the, see what the distance is between the two. Yeah, 56 minutes. 56 minutes. That's not too far away. No, so it's 56 so, minutes. So, it's, I mean, it's, it's close enough that a, a bad reputation can follow you. Yeah, so the, she, uh, should we say the word she called him? I don't know. What did she call him? A knob. And if you ask me how I'm feeling, don't tell me you're too bad to see. Never gonna give you up. So she said he's not known to be a, a good guy in terms of like that he's a bit full of himself was what they were saying. Well, you got a voice like that. I think you can, you have reason to strut. And then um, it was seconded by her cousin who still lives in Warrington. Oh, okay. And then I reached out to a friend of mine, not related to any of them who's from Warrington. Mm-hmm. And he refused to acknowledge that Rick Astley exists. 
Oh. He said, I've never heard of him, which is impossible. No, that's impossible, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming there could be fights between their soccer clubs. Probably. I think that's that's probably what it, 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 it comes down to. I think they're just football goons. Yeah, and everything I see about Rick Astley and his interviews and just from decisions he's made makes... I, yeah. I just can't see him being... A bad person. A bad person. No. No, he seems like the type of guy who, who should and will hopefully be hanging with us here at the Winchester. At the Winchester, yeah. The uh, the Rick Astley Tiny Pub uh, concert. Again, this is a, a series that will happen. When it happens, we're not sure, but it will happen at the Winchester. The big question is, can that huge voice be handled by such a tiny pub no we'd have to open the windows or break down some walls yes <laughs> uh okay all right with feel we've covered we didn't talk about him retiring or anything and that would be episode two or would we talk about it now well, yeah because it happened after free right yeah yeah let's move through some categories yes yeah. yeah let's hit up okay i got a couple here so let's go with your mixtape you know i really have to start preparing for this because I, I, <laughs> I, I never do should we give you some time to think like i i usually i didn't have any the last time but i yeah. i have a bunch ready well right now i'm 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 thinking and just like well you put these three songs on it's like well that's not much of a mixtape if i'm just taping the entire album yeah um yeah together forever and the only thing that uh that sticks in my mind is that happy together by uh by the turtles oh that's a good one so happy you together know, we, that's we, good. we have a together themed uh yeah tape i have the things i was thinking of would be other stock aiken waterman songs well yeah because uh they they uh they produced uh kylie minogue early in her career yeah. as well right so i'll give you a couple that i'd put in here. all right so they'd for sure kylie minogue yeah i was thinking the locomotion from yeah. that first album but i prefer the song i should be so lucky but it might not okay. be so big here but it's a really good song yeah and then I would have I Only Want to Be With You, maybe, by Samantha Fox. Okay. You Spin Me Round by Dead or Alive. Are these all... These are all Stock Ake and Waterman really? songs. But okay. the alt... Oh, this is a good one, too, coming up. This Time I Know It's For Real by Donna Summer. Oh. That's a really good one. Yeah. It sounds very similar to a bunch of songs. Yeah. Well, that's their sort of... Yeah, I guess they all kind of... They do kind of sound similar. Yeah. the ultimate one is Venus by Bananarama. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so I know they say Never Gonna Give You Up is their the, the Stock Ake and Waterman's their best song. Yeah. I'm not sure. Venus is really good. Venus is fantastic. But they didn't write Venus. No. Oh, okay. And they didn't write You Spin Me Round, and they didn't write The Locomotion. But they and, produced these songs, yeah. right? They also yeah. didn't write I Only Want to Be With You. Okay. So that's my, that's my mixtape. Yeah. Okay. That's a good so, mixtape. Yeah. Now, I did also... So I've been doing... A, Unfair to you, because I should really tell you what, I, what I'm bringing to the table <laughs> I, I, here. I like the surprise. Yeah. So I also included the song Universe, because okay. I'm going to name some songs that could fit into the Astley verse, possibly, or the Astley verse might converge with these other universes. Yeah. So I thought about every breath you take for Never Gonna Give You Up, but I don't think okay. it quite fits. But I did think that for Never Gonna Give You Up, because it talks about the other person being hurt, because mm -hmm. there's a line there. Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. Yeah. We've known each other for so long. You're, yes, exactly. And so that would fit in with First Cut is the Deepest, because that's the other person. Maybe they're not ready, mm -hmm. even though he's never going to give her up. Well, so not to, I don't, I don't want to dump on you here, Bill, yeah. but the way I read this is your heart's been aching. Not that it's aching, hurting, but it's aching, yearning. Oh, But really? she's too shy to say it. Oh, man. I totally missed that. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. Uh, Never My Love by The Association. Okay. Do you remember that song? Vaguely, yes. So that's sort of saying the same thing. Just yeah. a sweeter way. Not Definitely not as creepy. Yeah. And then I was also thinking about another song, but I'm going to save that for later. Oh. But there's another one. I'm not done yet. I'm Rock Wazin, I'll Always Be There. Yes. Okay. And then maybe Bon Jovi's I'll Be There For You. Yeah. I don't know. These my these five these words. My, yeah. These five words, I swear to you. Yeah. When you breathe, I want to be the air for you. 
Sounds like we might need to do that song. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> uh, okay, so there was another song too that I had, but I would want to use this song as a Rickroll opportunity. Oh, okay. So if I were to create a Rickroll, that yes. was my other category. Oh, what song would you, <laughs> would you want to, Yeah, would yeah. you Rickroll? So did you want to say anything about song universes or if I... <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, you did some work on this. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm just looking... You're here for the... Yeah. I, I'm just looking into this starry night universe <laughs> guy. Yeah. Okay. So if I were to create a Rickroll, yeah. I'd want to create it with, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And what I would do, it was with the long version. So you're yeah. 11 and a half minutes in and then Mrs. Loud is saying, uh, you know, Sooner or later, you'll, you'll be, be screwing, screwing around. around. Yeah. And then instead of saying, I won't do that, it goes, never going to give you up. <laughs> and jumps right. So he'll say, I, and then never going to give you up, jumps right in there. Yeah. And then just somewhere at the end, it'll just say, I won't do that or something. I know the territory up and around. It'll all turn to dust and we'll all fall down. Sooner or later, you'll be screwing Okay, so I was thinking, like, what song would you create a Rickroll with? Okay, so, yeah, that's a good one. So yeah. what, what what do you think? Just right off the top of my head, because it is such an earworm song, and once it's there, it never goes away. Call Me Maybe. That's a good call. That's a good one. Hmm. Let's see. Carly Rae Jepsen could be the modern-day Rick Astley. Yeah, yeah, so we need to... A- car roll car. <laughs> sounds much more violent yeah it does yeah, we'll have to work on that we still we got time we, we gotta let that breathe for another 15 years yeah uh okay so we already we hit hallmark movie definitely yeah, yeah rick roll himself is a hallmark movie could you could you uh do one of these rick astley songs on a talent show yes absolutely and, and i say absolutely because i did do this song in a talent oh, did show. you yeah so wow. when i heard the song i decided i would perform a lip sync of never gonna give you up did you have the rick astley dance down i did i nice. wore a button-down shirt uh with a t-shirt underneath of course yeah and i did the move where he opens up his jacket and then he dances with his hands and moves yeah. his feet and uh so paul turnbull and i did it paul turnbull did uh george harrison's song uh i got my mind uh, uh set on you exactly and i did this one nice so we might have hyped each other might have been the hype man in the background for each or each other yeah song. so i did this and the thing is it wasn't a talent show i just volunteered and did it in front of the class <laughs> they was not even related <laughs> to a talent show it was uh all right this is the end of the uh no grammar lesson bill hauser's now gonna do a lip sync for us i felt like Back then in the uh, in the late 80s, he could get away with doing stuff like that as a teacher. Just like, I don't know. I got, I got nothing. Hey, kids, who wants to lip sync something? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's... Could you karaoke this? Yeah, I think I would karaoke. If, if I got the opportunity to, I would... Uh, um, but which one of the three would you do? I think Together Forever would be easier yeah. because they're never going to give you up. I you gotta hit that yeah. never gonna give yeah but I think we'd have to you know we we could ask Austin yes yeah. can, can Austin lip sync this or yeah. not lip sync can Austin karaoke this yeah we also the just other categories would Chris Newkirk like this song we are we've talked to him yeah and he's the, he's given Rick Astley a pass yeah yeah. He, I, I, I can't remember. I mean, it wasn't a like a glowing review of Rick Astley, but uh, um, he says, like, yeah, I have no problems with him. Yeah. And the reason when one of the key things is because Rick Astley just did a, uh, two concerts where he did Smith's covers with. That's right. Yes. The Blossoms. Yes. And they're well, I watched some of it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So now you realize that, okay, so Rick Astley, he had a band. 
He liked his brother's music and his brother's in the Smiths. He loves the Smiths. He just knows all the songs of the Smiths. So he kind of gets this other type of music yeah. that wouldn't really fit within the guilt-free pleasure verse. Yeah. yeah. But he's able to appreciate it. And he, you know, he, he had his career, mm-hmm. did his thing, but he also appreciates all sorts of music. Well, part of the whole Rick Astley renaissance that's been happening for, I'm going to say the last like 10 years, um, He's gone on stage and performed with the Foo Fighters as well yeah. and has gotten good reviews. Like his voice holds up. And Kylie Minogue as well did yes. a great job. So you can catch so much of this on YouTube. He's, you know, I'm sorry to my uh, beloved mother-in-law, but you got to give this guy another chance. He seems yeah. like, he seems like a good. Yeah. He seems like a guy I'd like to have a pint with. Yeah. Yeah. He owns a pub in England. Oh. I think that might be calling our name. Yeah. Well, the guilt-free pleasures on the road yeah for tour yeah okay just we just just need a couple more listeners yeah so you just need to tell five of your friends and they tell five of their friends and so on and so on and then we're the biggest podcast in the world so uh make it happen for us send it as a chain letter though i want it old school yeah just like it was in grade five when i first heard this yeah So this is a, a perfect time to, to bring this uh, bring this to a close. I mean, there's going to be future Rick Astley discussions in, in the coming months. I think that's that's for sure. But uh, no, I, I think I think we've uh, we've given people a, a good taste of the man, the legend, Rick Astley here. So whenever you need somebody to listen to, he's a good choice. Or is that too deep a cut for an ender? Well, that's also the name of the album. Yeah, that's why that was my joke. Yeah, like the yeah. ending. Okay, you you sign off. You 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 have a way. Um, no, but yeah, we I think we we gave you a good taste into into Rick Astley here and uh, here at Guilt Free Pleasures. We're never gonna give you up because we're gonna be together forever. Because it would take a strong strong man to let us go. Yes. Have a good evening, everyone, or morning, or whenever it is you're listening to this. Mm-hmm.